Cholo. <laughs> Who cares about style anymore, guys? It's still a pandemic. Uh, we're still at home. And uh, my grandma actually got me this shirt for Christmas, which means it it doesn't fit and it never will. Uh, one characteristic of grandma shirts. But you know what? I'm feeling a little bit loosey-goosey tonight. Just actually give me 20 minutes because... Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that, huh? Look at that, huh? See, that's how you know this show isn't done in front of a green screen. (laughs) Can't wear green in front of a green screen. Little inside tip, huh? How's my hair not done looking, did? Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for coming out to So Happy Hour. Uh, We normally have 50, but we have 33 today. I think it's because we forgot to send out our email blast. Oops. So thank you for thank you for everybody here who does not require an email blast. You're the people who are going to be better participants, anyways. Um, thank you so much. Still a chance to unmute if you want to you hear your laughter during this program. It's going to be a great interview, uh, except for that person playing shuffleboard. We don't need that. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for joining. I know there's not a lot of fun stuff to do right now. Crazy times still. Uh, New Orleans canceled Mardi Gras. Yeah, you're supposed to go on. It's due to COVID. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is strange because the parade is known for people exposing themselves. <laughs> Get it? Thank you so much, COVID. All right, you got it. You got it. Uh, uh, speaking of COVID, Dr. Fauci, a.k.a. the Fauch, was awarded a $1 million Israeli prize for defending science during the Trump administration. Yeah. In a close second for defending science during the Trump administration, gravity. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure to defend science in the Trump era, all you had to do was notice that it was raining. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, don't know if you heard this story this week. 30 Taliban militants were killed in an explosion during bomb making class. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, Which means they passed. (laughs) 30 A pluses right there. That's uh, sets the curve pretty high. I'll tell you that much. Um, This week, uh, Wyoming, which is a state, they appointed their first black sheriff. Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, so basically now there's no one left to pull over. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, they still got Kanye occasionally. <laughs> Sorry, that joke was too yeezy, if you know what I mean. Um, speaking of Kanye, Kim K uh, finally filed for divorce. Yep, just today. So, which does answer that long living question, that ass do quit. (laughs) (laughs) Quit, yeah. Um, It's Black History Month. Uh, Anybody do something big for that? Any uh, big acts of kindness? There's been 
some huge philanthrop uh, philanthropic actions this Black History Month. Uh, first of all, Michael Jordan donated uh, $10 million to hospitals. Um, yes. Uh, thanks to the donations from various Americans, Black Panther, uh, Fred Hampton's home is now preserved as a museum. And perhaps the biggest donation of them all, uh, Rush Limbaugh died. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Very good Black History Month. Um, there's uh, currently a feud going on in the Republican Party. I don't know if you guys heard, but Trump called Mitch McConnell a hack. Did you guys hear that? Mm. Uh, yeah, Trump. Uh, Mitch McConnell actually did fire back with a Trump joke, and then Trump was like, see, prove my point. Trump jokes are hack. <laughs> so that's why I made three already today. So uh, I don't know if you know this, but there was a President's Day auction this week in Massachusetts where uh, many rare presidential artifacts were sold off, including a lock of George Washington's hair, uh, JFK's Harvard sweatshirt, uh, and then the rarest item was a signed check from Donald Trump for the amount promised. <laughs> <laughs> you say they're a hack and then you do them. Um, but actually, the reason we bring this up is because uh, that auction was very, uh, a lot of people volunteered their time for it. And we actually have one of the uh, curators from that auction. So I'd like you all to welcome our guest. Her name is uh, Greasy Hands Joni. Am I saying that right? Greasy Hands Joni? <laughs> Oh, oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, hey. I had a little bit of trouble with the door because of these. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Joni, so uh, can you just tell us what's with the greasy hands? Oh, these? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, put them, yeah put, if you could put them down, that's probably. Oh, these, these are just my natural fluids. <laughs> uh na really natural um okay well, that's uh, that's fine i i guess uh, i'm gonna be showing you some priceless artifacts sure yeah we'd love to see some things yeah you have to hold them up in front of the camera okay <laughs> you really don't have to joni first up well i'm the curator so um here we go this nice is uh this nice <laughs> Lantern by a right here. Um, it's actually a Ming Dynasty, one of a billion dollar. Oh, oh my God! Don't even drop it. That's that's got to be worth a lot of money. You uh, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. So, uh, uh, okay. Um, What's that? Anyways, moving on. What do you think of the Constitution? Do you like the Constitution? I love the Constitution. One of my favorites. Got it right here. Oh my, Joni! <laughs> I don't know. You seem to be like dropping a lot of stuff. Maybe you're not. No, our government doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you there, Joni. No, 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 no. Do not, do not, Joni, do not pick up the baby. Do not, no, 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 no. Joni, put the baby down, please. Right here. Oh my God. No, no. Oh God. 
Guys, don't worry. The uh, the the sharp shards of glass broke her fall. Uh, <laughs> I, I I honestly don't know why you had to drop. Why you had to pick up the baby? Why is the baby even at the artifact place in the first place? Well, you know, uh, she actually came out a lot easier. Okay. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, all right. Well, everybody give it up for Greasy Hands Joni. Thanks for joining. Joni. <laughs> oh, no, no, please. I, Bye. Bye, Joni. <laughs> well, you never know who's going to tune in uh, for So Happy Hour. We have all sorts of special guests every time. So, Greasy Hands Joni, maybe she'll be back one day. Um, sorry if that was anybody's baby. <laughs> so uh, we have such a fantastic guest for you tonight. He did our KO comedy show a few weeks ago. He's hilarious. Uh, he's been on Conan, and he is a producer on TBS's Full Frontal with Samantha B. Everybody, welcome our guest, Mohamed El Sheikhi. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. How about you? Nice uh -oh. hair. What's that? Oh, <laughs> you, you're killing it! Amazing. Oh, you are too. We have a we have a similar swoop going on. We have a similar angle going on with the hair. I like it. Well, yeah, I, I don't like this side of my forehead. I always hide it. <laughs> <laughs> too much forehead. Yeah, yeah, man. That's the, the, you look good. Uh, you look like you're hanging. Thank you. there. Yeah, are you? You're in I Brooklyn, am. right? I am in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So you uh, you started comedy in Portland, is that correct? Or in, at least in the that, state? Yeah. Yeah, I, I started in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you went to college there, and I believe you got a degree in it. What was it? Uh, it was a business degree from Portland State with emphasis in supply management. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So. I have no idea what that is, but uh, <laughs> I did get a degree in that. Can you tell us when we're going to run out of jokes? <laughs> I, well, I, mean, I, th I think I think when we no longer have demand, you know, that's that's the only thing I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I the mean, I've curve, never. Yeah. What's that? If the demand curve slopes down, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you. Thank you so much for. Uh, let's mute that person. Um. So. Uh. So you okay, you started comedy at Portland State. And uh, you know, you moved to New York. It's better. I know. I know when you were in Oregon, you received um, uh, the award for best undiscovered comedian. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to yeah. be honored and not honored at the same time? It is. They, they were like, yeah. They were like, congrats. No one knows who you are. Uh, <laughs> we asked all around the states, and we were like, in Oregon, no one gives a fuck about this guy. <laughs> so congrats. Yeah. Well, it's nice. Uh, it's nice to know because uh, you, you know you went from business to comedy. I mean, how does it feel to know that you took the same career path as me? So we're, I guess we're on the same Zoom, so it all makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really, really killing it, you know. <laughs> so, are you, you're uh, you're currently w uh, working on Full Frontal? Is it still in production right now at the at the moment? It's, yeah, still in production. Yeah, yeah. We're we're all working from home now. That's cool. So, did they give you certain hours that you have to like 
tune in or is it like the honor system <laughs> it is it is pretty much the honor system yeah because i mean we work based on like the news cycle if there's something happening we're like on no matter what time it is you know it's midnight we're on at midnight that's why i'm i'm, I'm glad trump is no longer president you know less working hours right <laughs> <laughs> that that's the only thing that bothered me about him other than that i think he was he was great uh <laughs> <laughs> it's like seriously though is it do you find that like well i mean I, I know it hasn't been that long but does it already feel like it's harder to come up with material right now i mean there is so much going on but still does it almost feel like something's been taking away from us you know there is because like you i mean it's not just because trump is no longer president you're like not sure if you can make fun of biden or not because right. you want like to yeah, people are just be just like I feel like w the minute you you criticize anything about him, everyone is like, "Oh, you're a Trump supporter." I'm like, "You, right. yes, yeah, sure, Mohammed, I'll shake you, a Trump supporter." <laughs> Speaking of your name, and, and I know you talk about it in your act, you have a really funny bit on it, and uh, it's often confused with Mohammed. So mm -hmm. I assume you've been corrected your whole life, and and I know obviously that happened in the states, and you talk about it, but did that even happen, like back home? Or is that? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, back home, like the, the names in Arabic, like sound completely different, you know, it's right. like Muhammad and Muhammad. So they're like pronounced completely different. Right. And it wasn't until this, I moved to the States, it became a problem, which is also fucked up because my dad's name is Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> so well, not only would people confuse it, people would, would give credit for my dad for doing stuff I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah just as bad as like hey you're looking like your old man yeah um yeah. no it's i don't like it <laughs> I, I i looked i looked it up uh Mohammed actually uh it means in arabic it means sword made in india yeah so how does it feel to be an outsourced weapon <laughs> i mean honestly that's why a lot of uh republicans think of me anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you're definitely definitely sharp with the jokes. So you lived up to your name. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you. I, I, I tried, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, India, uh, very well known for jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are from uh, somewhere that I, I believe fosters a very, very uh, um, comedic uh, environment or very pro-comedy yeah. environment, the country of very Libya, true. is that correct? Uh -huh. yeah, exactly, I am I am from Libya, specifically from the city of Benghazi, which is very well known for its food, I assume. I, I can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah, I was once in traffic in LA and I saw a bumper sticker that said, remember Benghazi and with uh, like flames on it. So I figured that- uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it because like a lot of people like would tweet stuff like Republicans would tweet stuff like Benghazi is not going away. And I'm like, well, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my family lives there, so that would that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> so so you started off in, in radio there, is that correct? I did. I did start in radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. And story has it that you were you were telling jokes on radio or your program was telling jokes. And yeah. uh, someone didn't like those jokes. So what did they do? Well, first, we said, me and my co-host, we started getting a lot of death threats. And uh, I was in my early 20s back then. So I was like, that was very exciting for me, you know, to have someone care that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm like, hell yeah, man. And then, and then eventually uh, the radio station was burned to the ground. So we had to cancel the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's true cancel culture. If we're, uh... <laughs> yeah, that, is. that is probably one of the worst forms of heckling out there is burning down the place where you make the jokes. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like, well, I guess we uh, know the feedback. Uh, yeah. A bit harsh, <laughs> but respectable, you know. <laughs> so, so once it was burned down, what did you do? Did you just did you say that I'm not radio, not going to do radio any while? Did you at that point did you, uh, you know, start your move to the states? Like, what was your next move after literally well, seeing? Yeah. I stayed in Libya for a while after, you know, like I was, because uh, I mean, I had my job and I, I was, I was going to school as well. And I, I did a lot of like translation and like uh, work and stuff like that, you know, like, in, like uh, I work as an interpreter. So like, you know, like when journalists come and like cover what was happening in Libya and whatnot, they, I was the, the person they take to the front lines and stuff. Uh, so I did a lot of that uh, for a while. And then Eventually, I moved to the States like late 2014 because it was clear to me that it's no longer safe for me to stay there. Uh, uh, and then I ended up coming here and it's been, it's been what, like six or seven years now. And you, you came here initially to go to school, but you, I understand that you were able to seek asylum because of the death yeah. of well, yeah. I mean, initially when I came here, it was a it was a program that was like a, an exchange program that was supposed to go on for like six weeks. That was it. Like I brought like a small suitcase, and I was going back to Libya after. But then that's when like shit like like hit the fan, and I was like, okay, I guess we're we're staying here. Uh, I'm gonna like figure stuff out, uh, and I guess I did. I mean, I'm glad it worked out eventually. Wow. So, so is that kind of like a life hack for immigrants coming here to seek citizenship? Like just have someone sending you death threats and the U.S. will be a little more understanding? Yeah, I mean, I'm providing the service right now. Uh, <laughs> you know, for people who want to stay, I'm like, I've had, I have the format, you know, I'll send you death threats, like one at 7 a.m., one at like 9 p.m. Uh, you, you know, like you, you give me like, give me some, like some stuff about you so I can like, you know, and I'm getting really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get you into America faster than Joe Biden's eight-year plan, huh? Pretty good. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, but, but obviously your family, your family too was like, was receiving threats as well. Is that so? Well, they did, uh, but it was like, well, it was mostly because I, uh, people were expecting me to go back, but then they moved out of the city too. They like moved to another city. So that stopped, which, which was good. Uh, and you know, once they learned that I wasn't coming back anyway, they were like, okay, I guess we're, we're, we're going to stop now, like move on to someone else. So is your, fa your family still in Libya? They're still in Libya. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you still communicate with them? I do, yeah. We we talk on we use WhatsApp a lot of the time. Uh, I talk to my mom mostly. My dad usually just sends me memes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, prayers and memes. That's what he sends me. Just like very long stuff that he's like, make sure that you read this so God would protect you. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna read that. <laughs> <laughs> so your parents uh, are practicing Muslims. They are, yeah. 
how did they, uh, and I know you've been asked this, we all get asked this question, but how, how did they feel about you telling jokes? They, at first they were not into it that much. Uh, you know, well, they were like, they were not, not into it. They were just like, oh yeah, a nice hobby, I guess. Uh, as long as you get like a college degree. And I think they didn't take it seriously until like I like I got my like first TV spot, and then they were like, "Oh, okay." We were very always very supportive of our kids, you know. Like, always like thought how... you were funny. Yeah, <laughs> glad that you did not pursue business. Uh, Mom always believed in you. Send money. I like how they waited for the TV spot to take it seriously. Like the death threats weren't good enough. You know? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. No, absolutely. They had to see. They had to see a, a seven-foot uh, white man say right. uh, Mahana Del Shaky. Right, right, right. To be like, this is good. Yeah, this is. Right. Seems like it's paying off. Yeah, career in radio, death threats, Conan. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Cool. That's awesome. So uh, you 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 were in Portland for what? You like you said four four five years. Yeah, I would say five years. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you miss Portland? I miss everything about Portland except the people. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely think Portland is a perfect city despite everyone who lives there. Uh, which <laughs> We're, uh, I, but I imagine you did make some friends. I, I totally, totally know what you mean, but I love Portland as a city. But like, yeah. uh, just is there? Do you have an example of like somebody, or you know, or like an instance where somebody was just annoying as shit? Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, honestly, it's just like the 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 culture there is just like very like you know like everyone is like you know like they say like Portland is like nice but not kind you know right uh, so everyone's just like very nice to you and stuff but like they're like just so passive aggressive it just like eats it eats you inside and I and that's why like I said like I was like I'm not gonna have roommates anymore because it was just like I, if I read like one more like post-it note I'll just kill myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and I know while you were out there, you were doing gigs, and I think you had a really cool gig in uh, Spokane, Washington. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where you got to, you did, got to yeah. Greyhound home, and that was, that was fun? That was, that was, that was really fun. It's <laughs> unfortunately the first thing that pops up when you uh, Google my name, which is fantastic <laughs> for me. Cause, yeah, because that... Cause I was yeah I was doing a gig in in Spokane Washington and while I was going back on and on the uh, Greyhound bus because you know I believe that the best art comes from torture so I had to take that <laughs> uh, yeah and I got st uh, the bus got stopped and I got like uh, taken out of the bus by Border Patrol uh, who were like uh, accused me of being uh, here illegally and taking my papers which was which was very uh, and then, yeah, and then I like uh, the whole thing happened, and like it was just fucked up. But then I tweeted about it, and that like thread went viral, and they got like, you know, it was like all over the news and stuff for two weeks, which was, which was, you know, it was, uh, it was not great, especially like the the there were like two weeks of my life, the whole nation learned that I like take Greyhound buses. <laughs> <laughs> It really sucked for my brand, you know. Uh, <laughs> but the, the fact that you went viral and you know you did get some some love and some press from it, I mean, that's probably the best selling point I've ever heard for Greyhound. Like they should, they should use you in their marketing. You know, like you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, they're like full of surprises. Uh, 
No, they, it's so funny because, like, they uh, they followed me for a while, like, on Twitter, and then, like, they just, like, got so tired of me, they unfollowed me, and I, like, I'm like, okay, I guess uh, we're not friends anymore. Uh, they didn't <laughs> like it. I guess they didn't like me quote-tweeting them, like, every two weeks and being like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> But but I know I know that was you know a big experience. Like the the bus was stopped because of you, correct? Like they weren't looking for other people. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't stopped because of me. I mean, it's the that station is very famous for like these stops, which I had no idea was a thing. Yeah. Uh, and they got on the bus and they literally just like picked like maybe like two or three people just by you know. They, they, by the way we look, you know, I, I feel like they, you know, looked at me and they're like, this guy, like, is like too handsome to be from Spokane, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, like, everyone there is just like, have, like, is fucked up in the face. So it's, <laughs> I assume that's the, the only reason. I can't see any other reason. I mean, I don't know. Some people said racism. I'm like, I've never experienced that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <heard of> <laughs> that's great i mean that well, what a great story that you know you'll you'll have forever um and exactly. uh, people if people do want to like see it more in detail is your twitter thread the best place or we can just literally google your name and we'll find it yeah you'll literally yeah just google mohanado shaky and it will just pop up spokane next to it i'm the like the biggest thing about that city now <laughs> uh so so uh you know coming from libya to portland to new york you know you've, you've you've seen a lot in your life like how do you feel like it shapes who you are as a comedian oh man i honestly i, I other than obviously like giving me like perspective and all of that like because i feel like i see stuff that other people don't see like other people like perceive as like normal in like the u.s and like how it's, it is and I'm just like, I just like finding like weird or like funny or whatever. But I think also like living in, in, in Portland and just like having people like talk for you all the time, just assume what you want and what you like and like, and, and whatnot. And then like the, getting to do comedy and just being like, oh, I get like to hold the mic and speak for like 10, 20, 30 minutes or whatever. And like, that's the time like people get to listen to me. That's, I feel like that's what like attracted me. Like I liked about it. So uh, I don't know. I feel like it really, I know it's a hack to be like, it's like therapy. It's not, it isn't like really like therapy, but it's just like, it did, it made me feel better about like myself and just like conducting myself and whatnot, even like outside of, outside of comedy, you know? Like, mm. I'm like, oh yeah, my, I have a point of view. Like my opinions matter. Like, I don't, I don't have to let people like tell me what I should think and, and whatnot. Like I have a, I have a good point of view. I should just lead with that instead. But yeah, uh, and drink tickets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly for the drink tickets. Now, of course, having come from Libya and, you know, literally seeing a government overthrown and, and being in the midst of it, what did you think about the capital siege last month? It, it, de it definitely made me feel like home. I'll give them that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, it was, it was wild. It was just like, I, and I mean, like the, the thing about like being, being from there is just like, you, you kind of like put, see these things coming. Cause, yeah. Cause I feel like when Trump was elected, like there are like so many stuff that I was like, 
Oh, no, I'll tell you what, because, like, you're living in the movie now. I've read the book. <laughs> I, I, know, <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen next. I was like the guy, you know, like, when you're watching a movie, you would tell him, like, oh, watch this, you know? Like, this is going to happen next, you know? This guy's going to, like, have a Muslim band right now. Uh, and everyone was like, there's no way. And, and then he does it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, it was, it was, it was. It was fucked up, but hopefully, hopefully it won't happen again. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but you know, having you know moved to Portland and then now in Brooklyn, um, we actually uh, we have a game for you. Uh, we're gonna play. Okay. So, you know, because I, I know that Portland, you know, I know you know you're you're joking about the people in Portland, but Brooklyn, there's got to be some parallels there, you know. Um, so we, we understand that like Portland and Brooklyn are both like notorious for their hipsters, uh, yeah. but they're different. They're not identical. So, yeah. uh, we're going to play a game called name that hipster. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to throw this over to JP. JP, you want to explain this game for us? Oh yeah. I am Ace Bennett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to be doing uh, playing three different real-life hipsters, and you're going to guess where I live. Is it Portland or Brooklyn? You guys ready? Okay. Hell yep. yeah. All right. Hipster number one. I opened a store where I sell miniature murder houses. I take actual real-life murder scenes and replicate them in dollhouses. And it's, it's quite a bargain, only 3000 to 5000 each. <laughs> I in Portland or Brooklyn? <laughs> you're, you're, you're in Portland. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to go with Portland too because people actually do get murdered in New York and it's not as funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> the, the freaky but true peculiarium in Portland, the owner of that is that character. <laughs> All right, so hipster number two, you guys ready? Yes. Uh, ah, murals of my dead cat on the walls of public transportation using paint infused with their ashes. My cat climbing on the walls and now she gets to forever. Am I in Portland or Brooklyn? Black News Channel. I, I say Brooklyn, you're in Brooklyn. But you, you didn't win, but what can you take uh, away? Can we mute David? All right, good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Brooklyn as well, because public yeah. transportation, um, people get experimental and, you know. Yeah, no one paints in Portland on public transportation. <laughs> you guys sure know your hipster scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Number three. So I always wanted to sell gardening equipment and I had a goth streak. So I thought I could combine the two and now I strictly only sell plants that look sad, taxidermy equipment and animal skulls. Say it's a little morbid, I say it's eccentric. Am I in Brooklyn or Portland? Portland. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I should answer Portland alone just off of Mohammed's confidence there. Um, 
but I would think Portland too because of the abundance of animals in the surrounding forests. You guys are good. You guys are really good. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm not. I'm not proud to say I know. I know white people too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for playing, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Ace. Give it up for Ace, everybody. All right. Okay, we have uh, another game uh, for you. Uh, also. Okay. Uh, playing off of where you've been, where you're from. And uh, this game's called Libya or Fibia. And uh, yes, I, <laughs> I definitely approved of that title. Um, to explain this game, we're going to throw it to our resident, Keith. Give it up for Keith, everybody. Yes. How are you all doing? Good. Good, good. So uh, game is pretty simple. Uh, we're putting your knowledge of Libya to the test. I'll be asking each of you three questions. Um, in alternating fashion, starting with you, Mohanit. And yeah, see if you, uh, if you are really knowledgeable about your homeland and Sammy. I just want to, I didn't know that I was supposed to be playing this game. I just want to acknowledge it's kind of unfair that I'm not from Libya. So I don't know why I should be answering <laughs> questions about, Li I'm, okay, I'm Lebanese yet. Or, this is Libya, not Lebanon. No, it's yeah. I mean, it's the same country. It's so same, many people. Same country. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, if Mohanad says so, then I guess I'll, I'll let's do it. All right. First question for you, Mohanad. Uh, Tripoli, Tripoli. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Has been known for its whitewashed buildings along the blue waters of the Mediterranean, giving it the nickname the what of the Mediterranean. Ah, uh, see, I know, I know it in Arabic, but it's like the. Uh, in English, I don't know how it translates. Like the, the pride, like pride of the sea. Is that what it is? I'll read it one more time. Tripoli has, <laughs> Tripoli has been known for its whitewashed buildings along the blue waters of the Mediterranean, giving it the nickname the what of the Mediterranean. Is it, is it the is it the pearl of the Mediterranean? I don't know. It is the mermaid of the Mediterranean. Well, see that—that's that's the wrong translation. I'm gonna say it right there. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. In Arabic, it doesn't translate that way. It, it translates as, as it translates as like 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 bride as in like groom and bride. That's that's what it translates to. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So what we what we uh, proved here is I that I know too much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, your first question is a true and false question. Okay. True and false. Libya is spelled L-I-B-Y-A. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with true. Very good, Sammy. That's very good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, this game's not so bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Mohanan, question number two. Uh, what is the fifth most populous city in Libya? And what is the population size? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Tripoli and it's a million and a half. <laughs> say, say one more time. It's, it, the, the most populated city is Tripoli and it has a million and a half. The fifth most. The fifth most. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Are you asking me to spell fifth? Is that what you're saying? Okay. 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 Hold on. Is it? Is it? Is it Albaida? Is it? Is that? Is that it? That is correct. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow you're good at this game. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the population size. Uh, it is definitely less than a million. I would say maybe uh, like 400,000, 500,000. Not quite. 200,000. Okay. 209,000. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was very good, though. The fact that you guessed the fifth is, is very <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, he got it wrong. Okay. What's my. <laughs> Sammy, let's see if, uh, let's see if you could get this one. True or false? Again, true or false. Uh, Libya is what houses a woman's clitoris. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go with Fibia on this one. That is, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Great, love this game. <laughs> Mohammed, back to you. Uh, what is the Libyan GDP per capita rounding to the nearest dollar? <laughs> I didn't know we had money there. Uh, <laughs> I I honestly have to per capita like I don't like I don't even know if if you ask me about any country i don't know what that even means i went to business school and i have no idea i, I never pay, i never paid attention uh is i don't know um, 300 dollars <laughs> for one it was a trick question libyans use the libyan dinar uh they don't use dollars. I try to convert it in my head. That's what I did. What what does it what does it go to? Eleven thousand two hundred and ninety-four dollars. Are they saying like each person has that or like what? <laughs> that is the GDP per capita. Um so yeah, essentially. Okay, I'll go ask around. Uh, <laughs> if you're right, yeah. I'll, I'll send a text right now, a group text. <laughs> Let us know. Sammy, back to you. All right, true or false again, yeah? No, this is a yes or no. Okay. Um, have you ever been to Libya? Uh, no, I have not. Correct. <laughs> this is very good. Um, so we're down to our, our final round. Um, this will be a question for both of you. Um, whoever gets this right wins the game and you get a free rub and tug from Greasy Hands John. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know if you both are excited about that, but for all the marbles, uh, what year did the UN lift economic sanctions on? Oh, it's, it's, uh, I'd say it's either 1999 or 2000. 
Danny, what say you? I'm going to go with 2003. Wow. Sammy, you got it correct. It was. <laughs> wow. Ah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank I you. guess that I guess that point. wrong just because you you mentioned what the prize was. <laughs> oh man, that's great! Um, great job. That was Libby or Fabia. Give it up for Keith, everybody. Thank you so much. Great questions. Um, yeah, I'm. What, what can I say? I'm pretty worldly, pretty knowledgeable of the world. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so Mohanit, thank you so much for joining us and doing this show. I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy guy. Thank you, man. And thank I know- Thank you for having me, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, and I, I know you, uh, you know, like you said, you, you work as a producer on um, Full Frontal with Samantha B. So, you know, if you don't mind putting your producer hat on for a second, uh, any suggestions on what we could do to make this show good? <laughs> I. I'd say I'd say uh, people who don't turn their uh, uh, mics on, I would say just like ban them from the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty fair. Uh, you know, this is this is like being at a comedy club and then just being like, oh yeah, I who will not laugh or breathe. You will not. Put <laughs> a duct tape right here. Absolutely not. Also, please hide my face. No one gets to see me. Uh, I honestly say, if everyone had their cameras on and mics on, this would be the best show I'd say in the world, like, including Libya. You know. Yeah. Great. So stricter cam on, mic on requirements. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Great. I think after he answered that, we should be seeing about ten more faces at least right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um great uh so yeah thank you so much for doing the show we really, really appreciate you and uh you know everybody can uh, check you out where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter that's where i'm i'm, I'm at mostly uh, you'll find me tweeting and deleting there great <laughs> awesome and so, uh, swab just uh commented fy mohanid is correct that an arabic it is the bride of the sea so why did i see sword of india um Mohanda, do you, do you feel like uh, one of those is more accurate than the other? Uh, yeah, it's the bright of the sea. It's the, the one I said because I'm, I'm always correct. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Um, well, everybody, check out Mohanda's uh, Twitter, and you can follow him on Twitter, Instagram. Check out his website. Read more about his stories. Once again, thank you so much for joining us, Mohanda. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Now, uh, let's welcome, we have an amazing musical guest joining us. She's also done the KO show before, and she crushed it. She was voted Las Vegas's best comedian in 2020, and you can catch her as well on TikTok. Everybody give it up for Sarah Hester Ross! Oh, you're yeah. muted. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I was talking. I was asking if you guys could hear me. So, yeah, you can hear piano me. Yes. Thumbs up. Okay, cool. I'll just get going straight to it. I usually have a bit at the beginning of this song to explain it, but I'll just go straight in, you know, first date style. Let's do this. <laughs> 
said, you'll get done on a horse in a pink tutu. Give a drug lord a BJ, take the load on your face. Then a biker gang pays you to scream and shout to watch a lipstick lesbian and you make out. <laughs> what yeah. the? Hold on, Red. I can see you're confused. Hold on, Red. Here's the good news. Hold on, Red. My career's about to explode. It's not porn. No, no. Baby, it's HBO. Yeah, it's HBO. Oh my God! I'm gonna be on HBO. This is so exciting. You know what? I gotta call my parents. They're gonna be so happy. I gave my parents a call. I said, You better sit down. I got a big gig. Oh my, you're gonna be so proud. Remember all that money that you paid for Juilliard? Well, this is where it all pays off. I'll be tied up in a bed with a ball gag in my mouth. Taking lots of blows from behind. Wait, wait, there's more. Then these Asian twins will pinch my nipples for an hour. Then they'll lead me to a bathroom for a golden shower. Hold on, Dad. Stop crying so loud. Hold on, Mom. Please take the gun out of your mouth. Hold on, guys, my career's about to explode. It's not porn, no, no. Daddy, it's HBO. Yeah, it's HBO, wow, wow, wow. It's not slutty, it's art. I'm only acting, mama. I could win an award for this blowjob, HBO. Thank the Academy for this award and um, my Nana who taught me everything I know. Boom! I'm gonna do something new for you guys. That actually is on my live EP on Spotify and iTunes, so you can check that out if you would like. Um, but this is actually a brand new song that I'm working on. Um, and it's mostly because I'm on a diet. Surprise. Uh, white woman on a diet. Uh, but uh, I've come to terms with really the only thing that works is this. So, Jenny Craig, Atkins, South Beach was a thing. Weight Watchers, Paleo. Keto made us insane. Raw food, Nutrisystem, what's next in our fate? But have you heard about the diet that you can really lose some weight? It's called the cocaine diet. Come on, everybody. Cocaine diet. <laughs> Scientific, but hell, it really works. I couldn't stop if I wanted to. There are so many perks. I lost 50 pounds in just two days, and it goes to show you hard work really pays. On the cocaine diet, oh my god, I'm fucking out of breath. Is that a side effect? <laughs> Worth it, I'm skinny. Skeptical, it's too good to be true. Just listen to Rick James and Lindsay Lohan, too. For just a monthly fee of your second mortgage on your house, you 
successful just like Amy J. Winehouse. No, sorry, hold on. Uh, really? Okay, guys, never mind. We're not using her anymore. I don't, I don't <laughs> know about being sober. Boring, I know. It's fine. <laughs> we'll find somebody else. There's always one on the cocaine diet. Cocaine diet. Now on this diet, I have such energy. Just ignore the handshakes and the blood in your pee. So if you think this one's for you, call 911 diet22. That's a visual <laughs> joke. See if this was a real commercial, it would be at the bottom 911 diet. <laughs> you guys get it. And watch those pounds fall off with the cocaine diet. Oh, some health issues may occur. And I am skinny. That's how it fucking works. I love improv. Say something. <laughs> do I keep going or you want me to? <laughs> one more. Do you want to do one more? Do one more. Sure. One more. Um, one more. One more. <laughs> 17 more. <laughs> you guys get comfy. I got tons. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this is also another one on my EP. Live EP. This is fun. Mm. All right. My man, he walked into the room with that look in his eye. I knew it all too. to do the deed. You know what I'm talking about. But there's a few things that would make it hard for him. So I said, baby, you know I love you. But I'm on the rag and flows in town. Sweeney Todd's not calm. A crimson tide, a weeping womb. I'm taking care of to the prom. It's shark week, panty painting time. Mother nature's gift. There's a war in Virginia, leaky basement. Do you catch my drift? You know, and he never got it after the first verse, so I had to write a second one. Oh, I could still see my man was confused. All he could see is that I wasn't naked yet. So now, before he got a surprise, I had to try one more time to make it clear to him. So I said, baby, my eyes are up here. Focus. It's ladies' time. I'm on a ketop diet, a red dot special sale. Baby's in the corner, rusty pipes. It's a big pregnancy fail. Hallelujah! Code red. It's my girl flu season. Red coats are coming in. There's flooding in my baby box. It's a uterine descent. You know my man's a fine piece of ass, but he's dumb as a broom. So Lord, please let him see the light before it looks like a Quentin Tarantino was filmed in my 
clear, I would be honored to be in a Quentin Tarantino movie just in cleaner circumstances. <laughs> We're bringing it in. Miss Scarlet's here, tomato boat's coming. I'm flying the Japanese flag. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> There's flooding at the baby camp. Dracula's tea bag. Oh, there are communists in the summer house. Katie's got a bloody nose. I'm riding cotton cowboy. Yeah, the interstate is closed. You know, I love the man, so maybe we could try the back road. Can somebody get me some fucking whiskey, please? Oh, yeah. Period. Yeah. Up for Sarah Hester Ross, everybody. Come on. Period. That was amazing. Um, I like that whiskey. Let's get that whiskey out. For the encore, first ever happy hour encore. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find her on the socials. Check out her TikTok and Instagram. We'll put it in the chat. And both performers tonight, if you enjoyed them, hit them with something on Venmo. That will be posted here in the chat. Uh, did you have a happy time tonight at the happy hour? Thank you for rocking with us tonight. We will be back next Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, so we'll see you then, Ruben, for sure. <laughs> Love you all. And then we have, a, we have a show coming up at 8 o'clock tonight. So check that one out, too, everybody. Happy Good night.